Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Good morning, peeps, and happy Woke Wednesday. I am away on vacation, getting some much-needed rest in the sun, but I'm excited to bring you my conversation with Cola B. Talkin'. She is the creative behind Black in the Garden, and her entire work is around decolonizing gardening. Yes, white supremacy shows up in every fucking thing even in plants. And so we get into a conversation about who is allowed to connect to their past and whose past has been destroyed and disconnected on purpose. In the conversation with Cola, we talk about, you know, our grandparents and our ancestors and how they were natural horticulturists and what it means to reconnect to that spirit, to reconnect to our history in that deep way, especially one that was purposefully denied from us. So I hope that you enjoy this very woke and very conscious conversation around what it means to combat white supremacy with joy, right? We talk often about, you know, rest being a part of the resistance. We talk about joy being a part of the revolution. And in this conversation with Kola B talking from Black in the Garden, we delve deeper into that experience, into our personal journeys into gardens and plants, and also as a respite from the rage, right, that we feel on a regular basis. So drop me some thoughts in the comment section about this Woke Wednesday conversation. Also remember, I will not be live on this Woke Wednesday, but I will be back next week and I'm sure overflowing with shit to talk about. Folks, I am so excited to welcome to Woke AF for the very first time, Cola B. Talkin', who is the creator, voice, 
behind the podcast Black in the Garden um, and a plantrepreneur, which, God, I love that. Um, <laughs> I also love your tagline about the fact that, you know, fairies and gnomes have been given to us as white, right? Um, and I'm a person that believes deeply in fairies and gnomes. And it's so funny because when I went to college, my mother had bought me this painting for my first apartment that was of all of these black fairies and gnomes because my sister and I have always loved them so much and just the magic behind it all and secret gardens and what you can find and discover in gardens and all of that good stuff. So I want to talk to you first about you know, why you started Black in the Garden and what your your hopes were around the launch of that of your podcast back in 2019. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm having a good time already just talking. A is how I typically introduce myself because it's like, hello, y'all. Uh, so as far as how I started, when I started, why I started, all in the fall of 2019, I felt like I had been pregnant with the concept of Black in the Garden because I really have been wanting to do it for at least nine months and had not quite pulled the trigger, had been conceptualizing it, taking all these notes about, oh, you could talk about this and that, and you know, just you know, getting super creative about it, playing around with logos and everything I've on the podcast, uh, especially up until this point in particular. DIY. Like I figured out so much on how to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. So, uh, just started probably like about a month after, uh, my marriage abruptly ended. And I said, you know what? I got time today. So I'm going to start a podcast because I love plants. I'm very black. I recognize that I'm having a very black experience with my plants uh, when I say with my plants, I am interested in every facet of gardening. Uh, it, what is it? Uh, growing food is important to me for the sake of health and wellness and, you know, the ability that it provides to people who need food to, to get that mm -hmm, level of food mm -hmm. security. I'm interested in landscaping and, and seeing beautiful ornamental plants around homes and businesses and stuff. I'm always the one that's like trying not to get into a car accident <laughs> past a beautiful landscaping arrangement and then house plants, you know, and herbs and whatever. Like if it's a plant, if I could grow it, if I could tend to it, I'm into it. And then I grew up as a student and now I'm saying all of this with clarity because I figured it out by now. But in the beginning, I hadn't made all these connections uh, because I just knew that this was something I wanted to do. But when I started, uh, oh no, let me stay on point. When I started, I was like, you know what? I, um, I love radio, you know? So I grew up as a student of radio and I, I'm talking about like Tom Joyner was the, the jock that I was most familiar with because my yes. mom would listen to that show. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize the impact that it was having on me until I started thinking about how to do podcasts and, and, you know, be in the audio world and figure out how I wanted it to sound. So as far as, like I said, me figuring out how to make a podcast happen where I'm being my black self talking about plants, uh, I just was like, hmm, let's reverse engineer it 
and kind of figure out like what I need to do in order to kind of emulate what I believe it should sound like. So here you know, we are now. I first, I, I love all of that. I need to circle back to your initial point, um, mm -hmm. which is that your marriage had abruptly ended. Yeah. And I, I, I want to ask because I am also a divorcee uh, recently. And, you know, a part of my personal healing and reflection um, has come through the tending to and caring for and the building out of mm. my, what my friends refer to as my indoor jungle yeah. uh, in my, in my apartment. But was that also a part of how you sourced your healing? Absolutely. It is. There's nothing like planting a seed and just getting super obsessed and involved in watching it grow. And, you know, it's just, it, it takes me back to my childhood and in a very good and positive and healing way. So that is one of the factors. It's just the plants definitely helped, but it was the, the podcast because it's so involved that me just talking about the plants and me finding community by creating mm -hmm. podcasts. When I started it, only maybe five of my friends. And so it, it started literally out of nowhere with nobody knowing what it was and nobody knowing who I was or anything like that. Uh, to now my last guest, uh, Natalie Bazil, the author of Queen Sugar. So I'm like, oh my God, people are fucking with it. Yeah, to answer your question, uh, the plants helped, but I would be lying if I said that they were the main therapeutic source for me because they had already been providing therapy in, in the way that they do for me. But specifically related to the outlet, the positive outlet that I leaned into to help me to like, you know, put my attention in a good space uh, in coping with divorce, it was the podcast. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I got into radio and podcasting. I want to say in 20, well, no, my initial podcast was probably in 2012. Um, and so have been podcasting for a while before podcasting became a thing. Then what, then was in radio, um, in satellite radio for a couple of years and then went back to podcasting. And mm -hmm. I just, you know, for me, it is, it has always been the ability to just talk to and connect with people. Um, that makes me feel less crazy. I mean, I talk about, you know, the politics of the day and wanting to, make people conscious of and, and responsible to and accountable to their citizenry, right? Like you have yes. power, you have um, the ability to change the world that you're living in. You don't have to be a passive witness mm -hmm. um, to what is, to what is happening. And for me, that has been really filling for my, for my soul. For sure. But on the flip side of that, it has also been extraordinarily draining. And so in trying to 
figure out, like, which brings me to you in trying to figure out how to both, like how to have a level of consciousness and wokeness um, that isn't just invested in rage, but is also Mm -hmm. invested in all different avenues of our life and tapping into the ways in which we kind of, you know, sleepwalk through a lot of things. And I think that, you know, part of, for me, connecting with nature, connecting with plants is being extraordinarily present, right? It's not a passive relationship. And so I just want you to speak to that a bit about like talking with people about, you know, this intersection of, of horticulture, of blackness, and why you see such, you know, beauty in that connection and intersection. Oh, what a beautiful question we got to unpack that so (laughs) let's I'll start with this I in in relation to like what you said about uh needing to talk to people so you don't feel crazy Mm -hmm. what I reckon here is that I need to verbalize things for them to make sense so I talk to myself you know I used to be a trucker I would talk to myself hours that's a, a skill that comes in handy in that profession but Talking to people, I I prefer that over talking to myself. I'm good company, don't get me wrong, but you get it. So uh, in starting the show and uh, getting into conversations with other like plant enthusiasts, professionals and and all of that, it was very much to, you know, highlight the the black voices that are in the stories uh, that are interested in plants and all the ways that we engage with them. As I mentioned at the top, I am interested in every aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So that just made it that much easier for me to be able to move in and out of conversations about all the different aspects. And of course, there's so much I don't know because it's a whole world of, it's a whole world, literally. There's like so many different types of plants and there are stuff devoted to every family and stuff. But as far as the connecting black people to it, ooh, like you said, ancestrally, ancestrally, it is not that we, what am I trying to say? Ancestrally, we have a knowledge. And so black people coming back to plants for, for all of the reasons why we should cherish them, for, all, for us coming back to them, that is... I hate it when my brain does this. It's like blinking because it wants to go in three different directions at once. But in encouraging, in having these conversations, it is encouraging Black people to recognize that you're not alone in it because I, for sure, when I first started getting like super obsessed with plants, uh, I knew that it was not something that people who I knew in my immediate life were interested in, but I knew, I was very certain that there Mm -hmm. was definitely a community of Black people who were interested as well. And then as I got deeper into it, I recognized, wow, yeah, there's literally a whole world, like there's Black farmers all over the place. All over the place. There are so, there in, in, especially since the, the, pandemic happened and in the term that I use I think you probably heard it before is the plant-demic because when the pandemic happened it wasn't just black people it was everybody uh had a 
increased interest in plants. And so mm-hmm. I call that like a plantdemic boom. And so that was something that contributed to a spike in Black people starting plant shops. Yes. So, you know, I just kind of recognized, wow, I, I came in, like I said, fall 2019 was when Black in the Garden was officially launched. And a few months later, we're, you know, plantdemic, pandemic, whatever, lockdown. And now everybody's interested in plants. So it was very helpful for me, but it was just, you know, the the pandemic was trash for the reasons that it was trash, but (laughs) on the positive side of it, uh, the ability to have the time and the space to be still and, and be introverted, not introverted, introspective and take some time to kind of figure out like what your values are and and figure out like, okay, now I can start this garden or now I want to get all these plants. That was, that was a good thing for, for black people, especially the black people like yourself who decided I'm going to take more time and effort to, you know, figure out how plants work and how they are important to me and the benefits that they have in my life besides just being cute decoration. That is it for today's Woke AF Daily Podcast. To hear more from today's show, including my full interview with Cola B Talkin', do support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Woke AF. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.